Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part three of Joel Osteen's message about protecting your imagination. Here's Joel. God said in Jeremiah, I have set you over the nations to rule over kingdoms, to pull down and root out, to build and plant. Notice the order. Before you can build and plant, before the situation will turn around, before you see increase, you have to pull down and root out. Like Jeremiah, God has a place of victory for you where you will rule over everything that's holding you back, but you have to first pull down these wrong imaginations. You have to root out any negative pictures. If you're going to a job interview, don't imagine that you're not going to get it. Don't imagine that they're not going to like you. You're defeating yourself before you get there. Pull down that imagination and imagine them choosing you. Imagine you standing out. Imagine you working there, excelling at that position. If you let these negative imaginations play, they'll cause you to be weak, timid, feel unqualified. Change the channel. Joel, what if I do that and it doesn't work? What if you do it and it does work? If you do it and you don't get the position, that just means God has something better in store. But if you're always letting these negative images play, you will never know what you could have become. If you feel a pain in your side, thoughts will tell you, oh man, that's serious. That's the same thing that took your uncle's life. He didn't make it that long, neither will you. If you're not disciplined in your mind, you'll get all panicked. You'll start thinking of all the worst case scenarios. By the time you get home, you'll be writing out your will, making your final arrangements. All it was was you had too much pizza for lunch. You just needed some Pepto-Bismol. Even if it is something serious, what's going to help you to stay in peace is to keep the right images in your mind. Most of the things that come against us are not what we think they are. We let our imaginations run wild and show us all the worst case possibilities. If you hear a siren at night, your children are not home, thoughts will tell you that's your child. Your son's been in an accident. He's headed to the hospital right now. You better get up, do something about it. If you let that play, before long, you'll see the ambulance. You'll see the accident. You'll see it all taking place. Those are wrong imaginations that you have to cast down. Instead of believing those lies, worrying, imagining the worst, Turn it around. Father, thank you that my children are in the palm of your hand. Thank you that no weapon formed against them will prosper. Thank you that your angels are watching over them, keeping them from accident and harm. What am I saying? Be disciplined in your mind. Don't let your imagination run wild and show you all the negative possibilities. There was a 23-year-old young lady named Sarah. She went to the grocery store to pick up a few items when she got back in her car, she heard a loud noise and felt something hit her in the back of the head. She thought she'd been shot. She reached up and felt what she thought were her brains coming out. She initially passed out. When she woke up, she sat in the car motionless for over an hour, holding the back of her head, trying to keep her brains in. A man walked by and noticed something was wrong and called the police. The police came and asked her to open the car door. She said she couldn't. She had been shot and she was holding her brains in. 
the police broke open the back window, they discovered a can of Pillsbury biscuits had exploded. The dough had shot out and hit her in the back of the head. Maybe what you're imagining is not what you think it is. Maybe that's not your brains after all. Here's my point. Maybe you're not stuck. Maybe the addiction is not permanent. Maybe your health isn't going downhill. Maybe your dream is achievable. Perhaps all those pictures that have been playing in your imagination are not your true reality. Maybe they're just a bunch of dough trying to keep you from moving forward. Do yourself a favor, open up the car door, let go of your brains and get going. About a year after I began ministering, the church was really growing and we decided to start a second Sunday morning service. Now, I announced that on the first Sunday of the year 2000, we were going to have this new early morning service. This was in October, so I had several months to think about it. During that time, all kinds of negative thoughts told me, Joel, this is a big mistake. Nobody's going to come. You're going to look like a fool. I tried to stay in faith, but one night I had a dream. A better description was a nightmare. It was that first Sunday of our new service. When I went out to minister, not one person was in the auditorium. Not Victoria, not my mother, not a musician, not an usher, nobody. I woke up in a cold sweat. Thoughts told me, you better cancel it. There's still time to call it off. You can halfway save face. All through the day, that image of that empty auditorium would come up. I had to do what I'm asking you to do, change the channel. Sometimes I'd change it and the same picture would be on the next station. <laughs> kind of like watching the presidential debates. They are everywhere. I had to keep flipping and flipping till I found something encouraging. The week of that first service rolled around and I was talking to my mom. I kind of nonchalantly said, are you coming to the new service this Sunday? <laughs> she looked at me puzzled and said, Joel, does it start this weekend? thought, dear Lord, we've announced it 437 times. My own mother's not coming. That dream might've been a prophecy, but I said, yes, it starts this weekend. You need to come, bring all your friends, enemies, neighbors, cousins, relatives, ancestors. It wasn't easy, but I kept changing the channel. I made up my mind. I am not watching the empty auditorium channel. I'm not watching the Nobody's Coming channel. I'm going to stay on the Victory channel. And in my imagination, through my eyes of faith, I saw thousands of people coming. On that first Sunday of 2000, I was so nervous. I left the house an hour early. When I pulled up to the property, one parking lot was already full. We had over 6,000 people that day and they've been coming ever since. What am I saying? Cast down these wrong imaginations. They are not a reality. They are trying to deceive you into living worried, afraid, so you will give up on your dreams. Why is it that we let our imagination run wild only in the negative direction? We imagine the worst, imagine what's not going to work out. Why don't you start letting your imagination run wild in the right direction? Imagine living a supersized life. Imagine accomplishing your dream. Imagine your children doing amazing things. Let's keep the right pictures in our minds. When those negative images come up, be quick to change the channel. Remember, they are not a reality. 
If you will protect your imagination, I believe and declare like Abraham, God is going to bring promises to pass. You're going to overcome obstacles, accomplish your dreams, and reach the fullness of your destiny in Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen today? That was Joel Osteen, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Joel Osteen, Protect Your Imagination. You can also find out more information about him at his website, joelosteen.com. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.